And this is part two of my conversation with Isaac. Enjoy. Yeah, we just don't talk about it. Yeah. And I think this is the reason why I, I wanted to, why I created this mm. kind of podcast is so that we can have conversations, mm. a conversation about our pain, mm -hmm. our trauma, mm -hmm. um, how we've overcome them mm -hmm. and how do we share those tools mm -hmm. so that now the next generation can, mm -hmm. sat, can stand on what the shoulders of a giant indeed and become indeed. and go further right yeah. And, yeah. and this is what it's about you know mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. now now we can progress because mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. it's just kind of like um crabs in a bucket right yeah we throw you guys in and then we pull each other down mm -hmm. we throw you guys in mm -hmm. and we pull each other down mm -hmm. there's a point whereby why don't we just use the rim of the bucket you know and build something on top of that bucket that will lift us up and lift us up higher because yeah. yeah. why because already if being in the bucket we already got the height but it's about the perspective right yeah. rather than be in something yeah well now you're being surrounded by something yeah. that can now allow you to propel you forward indeed indeed elevate you know, elevate you know, forward yeah. and so yeah. one thing i really want to ask is what was your your dark so when you came from nigeria here, mm -hmm. What was your darkest point? Like, what was the moment that you then say to yourself, do you know what? I can't do this no more. Like, live your life that you were the living. The way I was living, yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> the hardest time for me was um, when I'm having to beat up a, a single mom and I'm having to beat up people mm. or running on people to grab my money, you know? And knowing there's kids in the house, but you know, and obviously in that game, it's not just about slap. It's the 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 worst the beating is, the message carries. The message is not actually for the person that holds you money. The message is for the next person that thinks thinking of owing you money. You yeah. know, because you have to have that. You have to have that out there. It's you know, it's not gonna work. It's not Samaritan. It's not you know you know. Uh, that that was one of my lowest part, and the other lowest part was when I was surrounded by just killers. You know, people that you know, people that I've already even killed now that are in jail, but I knew they were killers. You know, before they even before they killed. Mm. You know, I thank God for my life that I've never killed anyone. I thank God, but it could have, it could have easily been on many occasions, or it could have even been me that was killed. Mm. I mean, I was close, as you knew, uh, as you know. You know, one. <clears throat> well, I'll get I'll get to that part. But um, just the darkest part was literally beating people up to the extent where I'm putting people and hospitalizing people, mm. uh, you know. Um, the worst, worst one was when I, I cut someone's finger off, you know. That was when that was when I was tired to, I couldn't look at my mom in the face. I couldn't look at my dad. I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't feel, I, I, I felt different to the extent where I was surrounded myself with people that I could feel good around. Mm. The people that was doing the same things, and what that did for a couple of years was just brought me back down, literally to the extent where I just detached myself from anyone normal. Mm -hmm. And when I say normal, I mean people that wasn't thinking of mm. the stuff I was thinking of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I fought of angels, but I lived with demons in my head. <laughs> you know? You know? Keep it real. Keep it. You know? I did. Yeah. I fought of angels, but I, I would just sit there and I'll be gone in my head. I'll be looking at, I'll be looking at you, but I'm looking, I'm not there because I'm yeah. thinking something else. Because yeah. I had a lot of weight on my shoulder. I had, I mean, I, I want my, at one point, my invoice could be eighty thousand pound that I've got to pay someone. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I've got this out there, that out there to people that do what they're doing. And some of them are real, they pay your money, some of them don't. So you're part of trying to get your money back is what can I do? Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. How am I gonna hurt him? What am I gonna show him? What how am I gonna go about? I gotta, I gotta do him. I gotta. That's what you're thinking constantly. It consumes you. Mm-hmm. It consumes you. I mean, I, I was sleeping in my house. I sleep at the front door with my legs. I, I sleep on the floor. My leg up against the front door. One air rifle next to me. Second air rifle next to me. Machete all around me. Mm-hmm. You know, axes all around me. You know, there was no, there was no way I could have got attacked in my house that I wouldn't be near something where I could get to, 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 do you know what I mean? That was my mentality. I lived like that. Um, and that was dark. That was dark. And where, where God did it for me was when I actually got attacked myself, mm-hmm. you know? I got attacked to the extent that I was in a coma for two weeks, you know? I, I was sliced, you know, stabbed, sliced combination 82 times. You know, my legs were shattered, my chest, my chest was open like a tap water. I was screaming and there was nothing coming out of my voice. Just, just my chest was just pumping, pumping hair. My belly was gutted. I had white stuff out of my belly. I had to wrap it with, with my towel. My chest, I didn't know it was that bad till I got outside. So I just held my hand over my chest, blood pouring everywhere. My legs were actually shattered, but the momentum, the adrenaline actually got me to go down the stairs and I couldn't get back up the stairs. You know, I had to go to next door neighbor, he then rang the police, everything else I couldn't remember, okay. you know? But that was when God woke me up, I, I believe, because that was the beginning of my transformation. Mm-hmm. That was the beginning, because I realized I was fallible as everyone else. Mm-hmm. I was, I could die as anyone else. I wasn't an E-man, I wasn't untouchable. And if I carry on in this lifestyle, I would die, you know? And it wasn't even drugs or gang that got me, that got me dealt with. It was an ex-partner mm. because we, I didn't want to be with her that got me dealt with. Because those stories you hear about someone in, you know, when people heard the part before, oh yeah, he was coming anyway because he's into that life. Mm. It wasn't nothing to do with the street. It was to do with, but then again, it was in a way because the way. only reason why I chose that girl was because of the situation, the way I was in life, you know? It was, it was all, it part, was of all part of it, you know? Mm. But I tell you something, bro, if God can change anyone, if anyone can repent and change, you know, and be, you know, I don't want to play God down, but just to change your life, just to say, you know, what, I want to do something different than what I've been doing before. It's so possible, but it comes from you mm. looking within yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I think it was you that told me this. So, you know, that I listen. You said, whatever <laughs> position you find yourself, you put yourself there. Mm. Whatever position you find yourself, you put yourself there. Whatever that may be, mm. so a lot, of, a lot of things I do now is based on I reassess things, reassess. and I think, you know, is this a good position to be in? Mm. Is this not a good position to be in? I don't, Toby, you know Toby, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a good friend of mine because I'm a brother. Yeah, he said to me, he said, bro, you don't go out no more. <laughs> you don't, you don't. He goes, I understand. I can, I can imagine yeah, you saying that. Yeah, he goes, I can imagine. He goes, I understand why you don't, but because you've done that, is you shot, you shot down in your head any way or anything to make you have fun. Because I, 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 I take fun with, I, if I go out, back in the day when I used to go out, it used to be four days we're out. You go out Friday, you're not coming back to Sunday, Monday. You went hard, you went hard. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm trying to come away from that and I've, I'm, I've done well, you know, but God's grace, that, that continues, you know? Congrats. But because I have done that, I can't put myself in a situation where, unless I'm around with, you know, people of the same, yeah, 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 trying yeah. to do the same thing, you know. A progressive mind. Yeah. So if I yeah. go out for a drink with you now, I know it's not going to be more than one drink, and then we're going on while we're doing something else. If I go out with certain people, 
I'm, yeah, 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 I'll be yeah. waking up in people's houses and I'm like, who's this? <laughs> and that's that's very that's very powerful that you said that because, um, like, like you have to cut off you the distractions. To. You have to because if you don't cut distractions, the the core distraction is not the problem. It's it's what the that distraction encourages you to entertain. In the, I mean, we talk about not leaving the door open for the devil to work. That's yeah? what it is. I believe it. I put that into everything I do. Yes. You leave a slight door open. That's it. it, 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 it you know, the so... The pounces at your yeah, weakest point. Yeah, That's yeah. why I'm, I'm teetotal. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. So, I, I, so my friends, they, they drink. Mm. So like, especially in films, mm. like everyone wants to go to the pub for a drink afterwards, right? Yeah. So yeah. I go to, they go to the pub and I, I get water. Yeah. And yeah. like, water, Junior? Like, yeah, Aren't we talking? We are. Well, why, do I, don't, I mean, why do I need to, my yeah, mind to be lucid? Yeah. yeah. Like, or we go to a party. And yeah. Have to, like, well, yeah. Well, why do we have to, why do I have to lose my mm, mind mm, in so mm. or be loose? And, and to be fair with you, to be honest with you, I've done all that. I feel, I feel like I've, you know, when, when people say to me, why do you work all the time? Do you know my honest answer to that, bro? I spent so many years sleeping. <laughs> I spent no, no no bro. I spent so many years recovering from drunk or being drunk or hanging or I spent so many time relaxing, eating out, just living life that I didn't even have life that I didn't I couldn't even afford. Yes. I spent I don't know that if you said to me I've had fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's time <laughs> to, to do the work that I wasn't doing there. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Keep it real. I'm telling you, you know. So okay, so this this is very so it's a good evolution. So. Where you've come from in Nigeria, and mm. then you've come to the UK, and then you've got your relationship with your father in particular. Yeah. Um, can you briefly talk about your relationship between your mum and your dad? Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, their relationship, as far as we know as, as, as children, is great, mm. you know, but that's because my parents, I, I thank them for this because not a lot of um, people that parents or my peers do that. They will argue in front of the kids. They will mm. cuss each other down in front of their kids, and you lose respect for some yeah, yeah. parents doing that. Yeah. You know, my parents never did that, but my parents show their annoyance when they're annoying, and that's where it goes. And then they take, I don't know when they sort it out or how they sort it out. Okay. So I couldn't tell you whether they. I know they're in a loving marriage because they're still together. Mm-hmm. And they still do what you know husband and wives do, but to say the dynamics between them, the dynamics is very great. So I don't want to be biased and lie and say oh, it's fantastic. It can't be. It just can't be. Your relationship with your wife is not always fantastic. It's yeah. not. It just can't be. Yeah. But but they they I like the dynamics between them. Mm-hmm. They for their kids. They for their family and they strive. And and, and they're striving to try and be better to do better for us. It's mm-hmm. why how they lost. So, lost me in a way, if you like, you know, mm. because they were too focused on, you know, working hard people. So it, it doesn't fit in when I say someone's working out for you, but they lost you. Well, you can't, because you have to be, that's what I'm learning now with my partner. I'm trying to be emotionally there too, because I could provide everything she wants, but I'm not emotionally there. I've it, lost it. You lost it. Yeah. And that's powerful. Um, that's very powerful, because I had the same thing with um, my wife. Mm. Right? There was so all. So when I was when I was young, I I, I remember Power Rangers. <laughs> I think 93, 94, mm. 94 something. Mm. Um, Power Rangers came out, right? Mm. And it's like, yo, these guys that were being bullied, right? That are being terrorized, that 
had no power mm. um, were now given this supernatural strength yeah. and they would, tr- they would transform and become these power rangers. These power, yeah. these power rangers, yeah. right? And they were able to do extraordinary things. Mm. Now, fast forward 20 years later, mm. I have this ammo, this armor mm. that, that sits on my body mm. that allows me to now create images mm. that very few people can create mm. that now has given me my liberty that protects my family mm. that's enabled me to live in a place whereby I have peace I have mm. you know mm. um, respect mm. you know? Um, but at the same time what happened is that I transformed mm. but never transformed down mm. transformed up so literally oh, so imagine you go in bed with a visor on right so like my <sighs> wife never saw my eyes. She never saw my tears, mm-hmm. right? So she never thought I was human superficially, right? Mm. I mean, she knew I was human, mm. you know what I mean? And so she knew I was giving her my hundred and the family a hundred percent. And she said, well, I can only give, I only gave you 60% because you were always strong. And that hurt me, mm. but at the same time, it was like a realization in terms of it's okay to be human. It's okay yeah. to power down. It's okay not to be that the guy that all the time, the, all the time, right? <clears throat> but, all the time. It's finding the balance not to do that because my dad is the same. Mm. And that what you just said there just um, generally generally just describes my old man. Mm. When I said to dad, when I used to go out with girls that had kids, and he didn't approve, but once I've said this is my girlfriend or whatever, they they accept them. But then when I get to the stage where I'm like, Dad, I'm so tired, this, that, that. He would say, don't let them hear you say that. Mm. Don't let them hear you say that. Don't let them hear you say that. But I used to go with that mentality. Don't be always strong. But that, that's the dangerous mentality to have because, you know, some men flip out. But they can't even explain to the person they're flipping out and why they're flipping out. But yeah. this is a combination of all this trying to be... Something Euro. that something that you're that not. You're not, yeah. All the time. All the time. All the time. So, but with my partner now, she made me realize talking, talking mm-hmm. is so important, you know. And also, I think is how you how the girl or the or the the man brings out of that person, you know. Yeah. You know, she's made me realize, you know. I still have it. I still hide some stuff as a man do and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, it's okay. It's okay because it actually gives them more knowledge on you mm. on how to handle you, on how to deal with things. You know, she knows I'm like, I'm very clean. I've got OCD when it comes to cleaning. <laughs> you know, when we first got together, she'd be clean. She'd be cooking, but she thought it was because she was dirty mm. or because she couldn't cook or something. And I was like, nah. You, just, you cleaned up. I can see you cleaned up, but I haven't cleaned it. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, okay, but I've got, I've got a side, a side, side question. Side yeah. question. Well, I'll go on about your your sweets. Yeah, I need to stop eating the sweets, you know. I think the sweets... I mean, you know, let's, 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 let's go back. Yeah. We're not talking about eating sweets. Mm. We're talking about the consumption oh. of a large amount of sweets. I think, bro, I think you got, I think it's a comfort thing. I think I'm still, no, no, bro, I'll be honest with you. I think, I think that's all I've ever, that, that, I don't want to come, like, come, come across, I'm giving excuses or anything like that, but there's got to be a reason I eat the sweet the way I do the sweet. <laughs> there's got to be, it's got to be to do with my upbringing. I don't know. You bang this sweet out. I've never seen any, look, bro. you saw, I haven't seen those sweets. You came one day, I saw you, 
that I've never seen these sweets since, since I was since what, kids. <laughs> Like, like early 2000s, it's like, yo, I didn't really see people get those sweets. Bro, you have to go to different countries to get bro, those sweets. Bro, bro. And I'm, you're match, you're mashing them, not even sharing them, you're mashing them. Do you whole know bag. what it is? I don't, I don't, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I know it's not good for my health. I know that. My sister's a doctor, my mom's a doctor. Everyone tells me, yeah? You know, just stop. And I will stop. Um, I think I'm it's finding the balance and to start from somewhere. Already now I'm stopping putting sugar in my tea or my coffee. Okay. And I'm enjoying it. Very so I'm nice. actually yeah, yeah, I'm actually realizing that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, don't leave me with your kid and sweets. You have your kids back, not the sweets. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, so okay, so let's let's like kind of combine everything now. So like mm. um what what would you say the three main um things that you've had to overcome in your life? Just three. Mm. Just one liners. Like I've had to overcome feeling inadequate. Okay. I've had to overcome feeling and to be fair, I'm still overcoming not feeling good enough. And I suppose that work that ties in with feeling inadequate, I yeah. suppose. Uh, so I'll say inadequate. Um, I've had to overcome knowing I'm feeling that I'm not where I want to be or where I should be in life mm-hmm. compared to my peers, you know? Okay. Um, that's That was hard for me to overcome. Yeah. That was hard for me to overcome to understand why I was hiding away from people, mm-hmm. you know? But when you find peace in yourself, you mm-hmm. know, one thing you need to, I need to I realize from my upbringing is people fabricate what they want you to see. Yeah. You know, I see people with cars and this and that, and these are people in debt mm. just to fulfill that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. You know, bro, I've got no debt. Mm. I've got no debt. And apparently, my mortgage advisor now is telling me that, that that's not good. You, not need good. To, you need to, you need to, I've got no debt. You know what I mean? You, you know, have no credit. I know. Yeah. Do you know? So I've had to go and get credit card now. I've got credit card. <laughs> now I've got I've got a loan out last last go, month. Go get back. Do you know what I mean? I got a loan out last month and I paid this way back, you know, just already. So I'm I'm uh, do you know what I mean? But yeah. the thing is I've had to overcome that because I don't I was never brought up to be a very flashy person, to mm. be, you know, maybe I didn't really appreciate money because we had money. So I was giving, you know, Jordans, I was I was always giving stuff. So there's an element of me not appreciating money, but now I appreciate everything, you know, I appreciate everything. I appreciate the fact that God gave me, gave me this opportunity to be able to make money, to mm. be able to even get up every day. Mm. So I look at, I, um, I don't look at people as much. I don't look at people and think, oh, I, think I wish I got this. Cause you don't know how they got that. Yeah. You, don't know how they, you don't know what they're doing to get that money or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And the third thing was overco- how to overcome being ashamed of being, letting people know I've been to jail. Because, you know, every time that comes in, every time that comes in a conversation, you know what God, Holy Spirit tells me? Mm. I should never be ashamed of that because that point in my life, bro, I had to go away. Mm. At that point in my life, God taught me so much. Mm. I did, I, I was so close to God. My journey with God really began, you know? 
there was a lot of things I was going through. Discipline, for example. I was never disciplined enough to get up and want to go work. I was always lazy because I would get up and wake and bake. You know what wake yeah, and bake yeah, is? Yeah. I smoke a spliff and I'm finished. You know what I mean? And that would be me for the rest of the day. I did that for years, bro. Wake and bake. I'm telling you, I did that for years where people would think, people would say to me, I'm telling you, bro, your head would be spinning. You're not looking for no job. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that was all, that was all depression, bro. That was all depression. I, I, I was clinically depressed for years. Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put yeah. myself in situations where anyone from the kind of family I come from should never be, should never put themselves. And it's not been bragging, it's not been um, pompous or anything like that. Yeah. There are levels to these things, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, the things I've put my parents through, mm -hmm. it, it, it's not fun for any parent and for parents to be. I, I want to be a parent, you know, one day. And I won't want my kids to put me through that. And God, I see a lot of God's gift in me. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing is I love children. Mm -hmm. Oh, children gravitate towards me. It's unreal. It's unreal. Are, are you sure it's to you or to your sweets? <laughs> I don't have sweets all the time, bro. I don't have sweets all the time. Well, but maybe they thought that they think he's going to give us sweet, you know? No, every time I've seen you, you've had sweets. <laughs> I don't. Bro. Kids love me. Kids love me. We live it like that. Kids love me. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. But, you know, so, yeah, I, I everything I've been through in life, all my journeys, you know, or even all the all the darkest time mm -hmm. and all the great times, I, I, I'm not ashamed to, to share it with people because I believe my life has to be some sort of a, a story to someone that's, that that yeah. will motivate someone that because you know I'm hopefully we'll do more we'll do more of this because there's still more to say you yeah, know yeah, yeah. but you know even you know the jail thing taught me discipline as I was saying and it taught me to be humble yeah. to be humble as a man because you will think you're e man you think <laughs> you're very you're very boisterous till you go to jail you meet you meet an eighteen year old kid that's got six, 66 years and he's boys for us, you know what I mean? I, I, I decided I was good at maths when I went there. I thought, I ain't a bad boy, you know, I'm actually quite studious. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, you know. So, you know, you, you realise a lot of things and you realise it's by the grace of God that you're still even alive because I dabbled in a lot, bro. I dabbled in a lot. There's a lot of things that has happened. There's a lot of things that has happened in me and Kings, you know, in the news, that I've been involved with, you know, that I've been involved with somehow. And God, for, for some reason, has kept me clean, kept me away from all these things. And even when I went to jail, it was just a couple of years here, a couple of years here. But I know what I'm saying by that. Some people say, what do you mean a couple of years here? I could, have, I could be doing life. Exactly. I could, I could I, you know, I could be, you know. So, okay, so what, so what do you reckon are the, again, the three main things that have kept you mm. that keep you mm. and that motivate you mm. firstly I, I have to say and I don't want to sound like a fanatic or anything like that now I have to say God mm. I'm telling you I have to say God because I'm sure in a religious way or a spiritual way like? in a religious and spiritual way because so I've both both, okay. both. Okay. I have to say God because you see, yeah, you know, no bishop, no pastor needs to come and sit in front of me and convince me that there is God. No one needs to do that. I know there is God. I'm telling you now, right? I've gone, I've gone past the stage of trying to convince this guy there's a Lord. None of there is, yeah. And he's almost been on my shoulders all my life, and he watches me even when I'm suffering, mm. and he lets me suffer. Mm. 
but it brings me out, it, it brings me around, it turns me around, you know. Even the opportunity to meet you, you know, opportunity to go to the church, because that church, I started off with that church when that church was brand new. Mm. I was there with that church, but I was living across the road, those flats across the road. That would tell you where I was in my life then. Whoa. Those flats across the road, I was living there. Okay, okay. I was, do you know what I mean by that? I was living there, you know, I was supplying for all these junkies there, do you know what I mean? Okay. You know? And God has always been with me. And I've got to say the prayers of my pe my people, the prayers of my mom, the prayers of my dad, the prayers of Bishop, prayers of everyone that's prayed for me. It's why the devil has not pierced me. Why the devil has not, you know, got his, his arm around me, if you like, you know. But as I was saying, I do believe there's God mm -hmm. and God works miracles. He works, I'm still working in progress, you know. We all are. But one thing I do know is I know who I am. Yeah. I know who I'm not. Yeah. You know, and that's so key because I didn't know who I was and I didn't know who I wasn't mm. when all these bad stuff I was doing. I was literally just living life empty. Mm. You know, I went to a stage where I was waking up and I was thinking, I was waiting to die. You know, I'm 41 years old. You know, I was waiting to die. Yeah, it's just, young, bro. Coming out. You know, but I was waiting to die. I was just mm. sitting there thinking, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? Because my purpose is not anything that's constructive. Yeah. My purpose was something that wasn't constructive. And even that, I was, I was becoming worse, mm. badder. I couldn't, you know, I come from someone that could sell a lot of, to someone that couldn't even sell it. I wasn't, I'm just doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's how I was, I was going down the drain rapidly, rapidly, slowly, rapidly, rapidly. Imagine sniffing cocaine every single day every single day for years because mm. you just want to party this that girl this girl what is the essence of that mm. what is the essence of that life you know i did that for years yeah so the, the, there's a there's a there's a motivation that i've got for the last 10 years now bro and that's not changed and that's how i know that god has me you know and that motivation is to get up every day and work and earn it honorable living. honorable on, honorable living on a clean living bro if that's all I do, if I don't become rich, but I get up every day, I'm going clean, clean poo, and I feed my kids and my family, bro, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy. I heard that. I respect, you know? I respect that because it's, it's not only acceptance, mm. but at the same time is, you know, that, that that's that saying word by, um, this isn't the word that, um, I haven't given the spirit of fear, but of power. Mm -hmm love mm -hmm. and a sound mind mm -hmm. that sanity that it's sound so key. mind it's so it's key. worth more than, than any anything. treasure because as long as you have your faculties mm -hmm. and you're able to live life mm -hmm. intentionally on mm -hmm. your terms mm -hmm. you have true power mm -hmm. you have true peace mm -hmm. and as long as you're doing what you can mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. that love right but we, I'm, I'm a very gifted individual and I, I believe over the years I wasted the, those opportunities with different people, you know, but the gift is always there. Yeah. The gift is always there. And it's just how you, um, the sort of people you have around you, okay. you know, I don't have anyone around me now that's going to deflate me. Yeah. I have people around me that want to elevate me, you know. I mean, I have yourself, Jonathan from church, Toby, yeah. Bishop, Ronald, there's I, a family, you got a family. I have, yeah, my family. There's my family. family is always my sister. You know, the, the career I do now, I'm a welder. The welding career I do now, I couldn't afford to be a welder, you know, before. Mm -hmm. I couldn't afford that, you know. 
It's just you have to have those people around you. And those people will always be around you. And in fact, they've always been around me. But guess what? I wasn't ready. I wasn't receptive to, to learning. So it's almost as if I felt, like, I felt like I was alone. But no, I wasn't. A lot of people said, oh, they're alone. No, no, no. What are you? Reassess yourself. Yeah. Reassess yourself is key. Reassessing each self, oneself is key. So do you reckon that would be the second point in terms of yeah. reassessing yourself? Yes, reassessing. That would be the second point, yeah. And the third point is I really want to, I know this is a sentimental thing and it's a cultural thing as well. I'm the first child, I'm the only son. Mm. The ability to be able to put, give my parents grandchildren, mm. for them to owe their grandkids, they get, they're not getting any younger, mm. you know. And for me to be able to leave a legacy is very important to me, you know. And I wasn't thinking like that before because yeah. I was always condemned, I've always condemned myself. Because who, you know, people say they want a good wife, a good woman. Up to, like we just realized 10 years ago now, from 10 years ago now, I didn't deserve a good wife or a good girl. I deserved the ones I was getting, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, you know, not not letting anyone down. I stay in focus and try to to try and accomplish that. It's my, it's my, it's my third motivation, you know? Mm. You know? Now I hear that. It's been, so I'm going to lie, it's been, it's been beautiful talking, mm -hmm. right? And the reason for that is because it's helped put things in perspective and allow other people to kind of see the bigger picture in terms of... Lovely. The last thing on my card. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, wow. You just come midway, Nene. Okay, no problem, Nene. Um, if you go back into the into living room, they will come very soon, okay? <laughs> wow. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna cut that out. And <laughs> that leave that there. That makes it unique, man. That makes it unique, man. I mean, it's just my that life, makes it right? unique. I'm yeah. telling you, man. Um, it's a lovely life. But um, yeah, like, <clears throat> like I respect where you've come from mm -hmm. and where you are, mm -hmm. and I feel that where you are right now mm -hmm. is intensified because of where you've come from. Mm -hmm. But more importantly because of the choices the intentional choices that you've made mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. have empowered you mm -hmm. to now live life mm -hmm. on your terms indeed, indeed whereas before you're living life on someone else's As terms someone else whoever anywhere wherever i woke up right? yeah yeah and yeah. this is so powerful because sometimes we feel that we are powerless mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we always got that power once mm -hmm. you're able to now open your eyes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when the veils mm -hmm. are, are removed, mm -hmm. the hurt that you're doing to mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. will, will change. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and that, sometimes that hurt is a reflection of the hurt that you are going through. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, I hurt people mm -hmm. because I was hurt. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when I was younger, because of the way in which my parents threw us away, mm -hmm. so, my mum's word was, I don't want them anymore, hmm. right? Hmm. It, it, it prevented me from becoming tight with anybody. Hmm. Hmm. So I was never tight with anybody. I mean, uh, I, I can relate to that when it comes to, I mean, I can relate to that anyway. Trust was a big thing for me, but I still with that, I, I, I still trusted. Hmm. I was always hurt because apparently I'm too open. I'm hmm. too, hmm. and I don't think I would change that by myself. I'm a very open individual to the extent where, you know, you know, people will say, let's, you know, you say you got a little business thing coming on, but you don't want to say nothing about it. See, I'm that type that 
I'm like, yeah, you know, like, you know, and that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing, yeah. you know. But I need to just curb it a little bit. But I'm very open, and I don't think I want to change that. Um, um, if what you see is what you get with me, and but that's important. Mm. That's important for you to be who you are. Mm. Mm. But what precedes that, mm-hmm. or what should maybe come alongside that, mm. is having people that can protect that, that. your essence. Indeed. So. You know, when I was, I was I, I, cause I, before I got to this point that I'm mm. in my life now, mm. I had to go to therapy. I had mm. to embrace that whole mm. taboo in terms mm. of, but Junior, you go on therapy, what's, is it, mm. are, you, are you mentally mm. unwell? Mm. Well, right now I'm not mentally well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. surreal, right? Yeah. Um, because I'm dealing with things in my head, mm-hmm. but they are affecting my ability to generally mm. be in control. Mm. Mm. of my mind mm. and so I had to have a conversation mm. and it was the first time going to therapy I cried bro mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I was I bust I like yeah. I was crying like a big baby yeah there's like, nothing wrong it with it was that. just pouring mm. right my clothes were wet I was mm. like yo mm. this never happened before mm. but I've never s- told my story mm. like you mm. know and through that came liberation mm. as well as a deeper understanding mm. of how I need to address certain things in my head mm. so that I can truly be, well, I can truly walk in harmony. Because mm. without that harmony, what mm. are we talking about? Nothing. Give me that money. Absolutely it doesn't nothing. Mean anything. Yeah. You know, give me that yeah. career. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. If I don't have peace, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, making peace with my parents was mm. key. Mm. Aligning all the different aspects mm. of myself, the good, the bad, and mm. the ugly was mm. important. You know, before I used to fear the the monster. I called mm. it the monster, right? Mm. And this monster was like, because of where I came from, the monster was bad. Like, mm. you know, like I'm mm. I'm ready mm. to do whatever I need mm. to do. Mm. And the only reason why I didn't go extreme, mm. right, is because I had brothers and sisters. I was the mm. eldest, right, mm. in the household. Mm. And I had to look after them because there was no parents mm. there. But if it wasn't for my brothers and sisters, mm. God, man, straight. This is what I mean. That's I would have embraced that <clears throat> life like a cupcake. Mm. This be real mm. because mm. that that was my mm. only option because that's mm. the life mm. environment that I was born mm. into. I mean that, that 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 to me sounds like where that's where God got hold of you mm-hmm. from that period indirectly. because you add indirectly you add you, yeah. you you know with me. I feel like it's always been, don't be a letdown. Don't okay. be a letdown. Mm-hmm. Don't be a letdown. Don't be a shame to the family. That's always been in the back of my head. And my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother. Bro, I don't know if it goes hand in hand, but I, I've, st- 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 you know, stick a knife in someone and think straight of my mom. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You know, of a, of a disapproval. Of a, do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I was, I was, I was not happy. I was not happy. I was living a worthless. It was worthless to the extent that it was worthless. That I used to try to take on criminal case for people. So people may have a car crash, or someone might beat someone up, and they they would say, "Oh, Isaac, I look like you. Say it's you. I'll give you some money for that." I used to do that, bro. Mm-hmm. I used to do that. Imagine that. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. I, what did I think of myself? Nothing. 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 You know, I've come from a long, long, long place, a long way. And it feels like, even now, do you know the only person I've ever felt like realized or knows what I'm talking about? Mm. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's not because you're here. Mm. 
it's you. Oh, I've not spoke to anyone else. That's like, you know, when you feel like you're, even my parents, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because, you know, they're all, they're all educated, educated, they're educated people. They don't really, if it's not fact, if it's not proof, if it's not this, they're not, do you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. I used to say to my mom, like, mom, I feel a bit depressed. Like, what are you depressed about? <laughs> you depressed about it. You shouldn't be depressed, you know. I'm like, I know I shouldn't be, but I'm depressed, you know, you know, you know. Do you know what I mean? But I I see it now, but I do believe that God wants my story to be that way. It couldn't have been written anywhere any any other any other way. Mm. Because the appreciation I've got for my life, for myself, the appreciation I've got, maybe God is I believe God is setting me up for a big thing and I pray for that. I, I, you know, everywhere I go, people are telling me, you don't know what, what greatness. I'm not okay. You know, however God wants to use me, let him use me. But I do believe my story alone is enough for somebody, someone out there mm-hmm. to, because we have to be real. People, you know, some kids might listen to this, we can't be too gory, you know, but yeah. I, 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 I've seen it all, you know, I've seen it all. I've been there and, you know, Jesus, you know, for me to be able to even say Jesus, you know, I'm here, I'm alive. That's a key thing for me, being alive. And rekindle my relationship with my own family, my own family. To the extent now that I don't, I sit around them on the table, wherever we go, and I feel included. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is where I belong, my family, wherever I go, even the church. Now, you know, before I wasn't really getting involved because I'm not, you know, you know, you know how we all do, you know? Now it's like, that's my house, you know? That's where, that's where I believe. People come to that church, you know, Beverly and her family. They say, because Beverly knew me when I was a a kid. Did you know that? Okay, okay. Beverly knew me. Beverly and her husband knows me, you know? They were like, we need to come to the church he's going to. Like, God has, what, really? Isaac has changed. We need to go to that church, you know? (laughs) But they will tell you. She's she's like my second mom, if you like. Okay, okay. I used to, when I was living with Bev, I used to do, I did 5.5 million pound worth of fraud. To okay. the extent where fraud, um, fraud CID or whatever they call them, yeah. a counterfeit police, they came and raided their house. The way they did it, they broke the whole house. They took them downstairs, handcuffed everyone. She's seen it all. I've hidden gun in her house. I've put it through a lot, a lot, yeah, yeah. you know? So for her to see me now, it's like, wow. Wow, you know, God, God, God is good, you know, and and, and there's a way I could write my write a book. Yeah, yeah. I would love to. There's a way I could write a book. I mean, I think I told you before. I don't know whether I should still call it damage limitation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> some people say no. That sounds a bit too bad. I'm like, well. It's what it is, it's your story. Yeah, I feel like it's damage limitation because I realized when the damage was done and I said to myself, I'm not damaging this anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm limiting any more damage now. You know, to me that, you know, that's damage damage limitation. I've got to write a book. I've got to, you know. That's good. It's love, man. Yeah, man. It's love. Yeah, man. It's love. It's love. It's love. love. On the level because it's like, when you can connect with people Mm. on a level, Mm. It make it changes life. It does. It it, does. It's like now life has more substance. This is the magic. Mm, mm, this is the mystic, mm, the mysticness mm, that mm, that exists between mm, us mm, that mm. we don't really want to talk about because mm. it's like it's emotional. Mm. It hurts. I mean, sometimes I look at you, we don't even say much, but we're saying loads, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, bro. You know, do you know what I mean? I like that. I really like that. I like you need that realness. Yes. I feel that. It's missing from a lot of guys, like yes. from the ladies. Yeah, that, historically, they've 
they've always done that. Mm. Like guys, mm. like when we talk about mm. um, men's fitness, right? Mm. We're always talking about how buff you are, mm-hmm. how, how cool you're benching, mm-hmm. and all stuff mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And and my mindset for a long time has been, no, like what are you feeling. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it mm. may, it's like I don't need to be more mm. macho. Mm. Like if, mm. if someone comes to me to do you not a man. Yeah, all right. Last time I, <laughs> I was. Last time I checked, you know. I've got two kids. <laughs> Last time I checked, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, you know. Um, and it's like, oh, wait, what? Like, my genitalia shouldn't define my manhood. Mm, One, mm. two, it's like, my manhood should be defined by my responsibility. And right? you know what, manhood, from what I'm learning at the moment, from the book, I'm reading a book called How to Treat Your Queen as uh, your, your Partner as a Queen. Okay, okay. And um, you know, I've been I've been made to read that, but it's actually a good book, you know. Okay. And listening yeah. and just being soft is actually a great aspect of being a man. Of tenure. That's that's softness. So that you want that woman, if you can get your woman or whoever to have trust in you. And even I'm not your wife, I'm not your husband, but I can trust talking to you. Mm-hmm. That's the aspect of being a man as well. Yeah. Because I could be speaking to some guys now, doing this podcast with guys and talking about, you know, the bad days and stuff like that. And they will be like, yeah, I remember when I was doing this, I was, uh, it becomes a thing where you're like, yeah, I did this, I did that. No, it wasn't, you know, it's just, do you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, you have to be a man is just reserved, listen and be controlled all the time yeah all the time yeah do you know what? control is key mm-hmm. you know self-control it's mastery of yourself mm-hmm. your emotions mm-hmm. um is very important very. i think it's linked to manhood right yeah. um yeah. and in being the most effective version mm-hmm. that you can be in your life see my fitness if you're the best guy in the room you're in the wrong room <laughs> you're in the wrong room yeah yeah I've always said to myself, since I've decided, you know, I want to elevate myself. I've got loads of opportunities. I've got loads of, I'm, I'm by default in this country and in Nigeria, I'm connected. Mm-hmm. So I should, I could use those, I could use that opportunity to my, to my, to, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but what that tells me was, Isaac, you need to change your friends. You need to change your people you have around you. Do, do, do you want them to be, do you want another world as a friend? No, I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm a welder. That's fine. Yeah. Now the next person I want is I want somebody that is doing better than I am, frankly. Yeah, yeah. So I wanna, I wanna, do you know what I mean? You know, Toby, bro, Brian, I think them. You, I'm like yo, you know, that's what I want. Different you know, spheres you of life. You can't, yeah, you can't, you know, yeah. because if you if you're too macho and too like, oh, he's got, it oh, looks like he's got more money, or it looks like he's doing bad. Let me just avoid him. Let me, bro, you're like you're you're, you're kidding, you're kidding yourself. Because if that person is somebody about that's got something about them, they'll try and influence you. If you don't have any positive influence in my life now, bro, anyone that hasn't got any positive influence in my life can Cut keep walking. Yeah, Cut keep it. walking. Cut keep it. walking. Cut you know it. what I mean? I'm telling you, I'm too old for that. Because tomorrow I'm gonna be here, bro. Straight up. You know? And and, and Victoria is a blessing. It, it is, it is. It's I mean, real. Victoria said something to me. She said, Isaac, my time is very key to me. Jeez. I'll never forget her. I'll never forget that. See, then my time is very, very key to me. I choose. You need to put a ring on that, bad boy. Well, That's what I'm going to say. I'm just saying. You're saying December, you I know? Just, <laughs> I am, bro. You know what I mean? I need, yeah, I need to. I might even bring you to go and choose the no, no, ring, no, you know, no, bro. I'm this, telling you. Yo, bro, this is, this is going, this is being broadcasted, bro. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Like, yeah, I, cut that one out. Cut that one out. Yeah, okay, yeah. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, but God's grace, you know? Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, that's great, yeah. And yeah. It's, you know what, it's great to see, you know, 
maturity, right? Mm. You know, there's a point whereby you had milk mm. and milk, being, being a child, when you're a baby, mm. you need milk. Mm. But it's a point whereby, yo, I need some steak and some mm. asparagus, right? Mm. You, need, you need something of substance mm-hmm. to keep you. Yeah. And it's beautiful to see how you've transformed and moved from a place of deficit mm-hmm. to a place of mental abundance. Mm. Mm. And thank you for that that transition because that story mm. gives me motivation mm. to keep on grinding. Like, yeah. You yeah. Know? And yeah. the hope is that it, these stories that mm-hmm. we share, that mm-hmm. we have, and mm-hmm. the things that we've been through motivate and help other people mm. kind of overcome mm. whatever challenges that they're going through. Mm. And it's like life is too worth it. Mm. It is. Like life, it is. life is beautiful mm. if you want to see the beauty yeah that's when you want yeah. to if yeah. you don't want to that's different they're never gonna see it but some people haven't got it you know this is why we can't take for granted what the ability we have to nullify when something is in our head where we need to when we need to change we yes. need to make a change we need to do something drastic you know something tells you audibly like no that's not right you need to change this some people don't actually have that yes you know I was I've been I've been doing uh, my devotional Bible plans with um with um Victoria and yeah. one of the things we've been reading about is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I, I just realized, bro, that the Holy Spirit is actually lived in all of us. Mm. It's always been in all of us, you know? You know, that's voice, that voice, you know, that's the Holy Spirit, you know? Yeah. So people don't have that. Yeah. And sometimes it takes somebody like us to make them aware of that. You know, so I've I've always said I would never look down on anybody unless I'm looking down to pick them up. Yeah. You know, I never because I, I, I know what I've been through, and I know some people. You look at this, you look at them, and you think, oh, you know, that's all is. No, no, they got lost and can't find their way back. You know, I read a book. I, I told you about it. I, I was in jail, so I can't really remember the name of the book, but I remember the basis of the story of the book. There was a guy that goes running every morning. He was running past the seaside and he saw loads of starfish washed up on the seaside, seashore. And he couldn't pick all of them up and put them in the sea, but he picked one up and chucked it back in the sea. You know, if I can help one person, one person, bro, then I feel fulfilled, you know? It's been great having you, bro. Thank you so much. This bro. is part one. Yeah. We're probably going to do another 10 more parts. Yes, bro. Come, Come on. on now. I'm ready now. I've <laughs> got on stories on. for you. you know? <laughs> but thank honestly, God, it's really great having you. Thank God. I thank God for your life. Thank you. Um, and I just appreciate you as a brother, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially from the same cultural group mm-hmm. as I am, mm-hmm. um, to be able to kind of look around and see each other. Mm-hmm and see each other doing well mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. want the best for one another. Indeed, bro, indeed. like, keep on striving. Amen. Keep on thriving. Amen. Like, you're called to have abundance. Amen. Not just enough, mm-hmm, more than Abundant, enough. yeah. So, bro, keep on rising because it's important. And these stories mm-hmm. and the optics mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, important mm-hmm. to help motivate and mm-hmm, uplift us mm-hmm. and so that we can all stand on giants mm-hmm. that are around mm-hmm. us but mm-hmm. we have to become that giant, giant right? indeed, indeed because the reason why we fear what's around us is mm-hmm. because we're too small yeah we, yeah we're mentally we have, the, we, we have this small mentality 
And like like the in the MIC conference, you know, you have to cast your you have to cast your net. Deep. You know, cast it. You know, so I'm this year, coming year, bro. Come on now, I'm coming, bro. Come you on, know? Bro. come on, now. come on, now. bro. Come on, bro. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank you so thank much, you. thank you. And thank you for listening and tuning in. I hope that you've been blessed and you've been able to kind of get something out of this conversation. And um, stay tuned for the next episode.